have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Black turn cold and the stars look down and you'd hug yourself on the cold, cold ground. You wake the morning in a stranger's coat but no one would you see. Ask yourself who'd watch for me, my only friend. Who could it be? It's hard to say it, I hate to say it, but it's probably me. I'm on that red bell shit for real. When your bell is empty and the hunger's so real, you're too proud to beg. Too dumb to steal You search the city For your only friend No one will you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me A solitary voice To speak out and set me free I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Not the easiest person I ever got to know. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. A bit like what's happened with 9-11 research to some degree, that we have groups arguing about whether there is or isn't a real virus, you know, and then the groups argued about whether there were or weren't terrorists or whether it was explosives in the building or whatever. Um, and I think certainly with 9-11, it's, it's, you know, if you look at the evidence, it's pretty easy to establish what happened. It wasn't bombs in the building. It wasn't hijackers. It was a directed energy weapon. And there's no de debate about that, really, once you've seen all the evidence for it. With the virus issue, it's a bit harder because you can't, you know, we can't, we haven't got clear pictures of a virus. We haven't got clear pictures of its effects. Yes. And again, going back to 9-11, you have got those things. Indeed. You know, you've got lots of clear pictures of the effects. It's very, very... Once you've start to understand it and process it, you've got that clarity, uh, and that's why it's been so powerful for me. Uh, but so, I think with the virus issue, they've they've created this story. Obviously, the narrative that was put in place, in fact, long before uh, event two hundred one. It's they've been using it since. Oh God, you know, 90, the Spanish flu, even yeah. probably before that. It's the same sort of narrative. And again, there's a lot of similarities, which I didn't actually realize between the, you know, the mass wearing and the jabs that all happened with the Spanish flu, didn't it? A lot of that. Uh, very, very similar. I, I didn't know they'd gone that far then. In fact, I didn't even know that vaccinations were a thing back in 1919. Exactly. So, 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 you know, that, that's a bit of a replay. Um, as regards the virus issue, 
uh, as I described it on another interview I did, my conclusions are that there is, they've done some experiments, they pulled some material from a body, they've done some experiments on it, they took out some of that material, they processed it in some way, they'll claim that they've maybe grown bits of it and then it's, you know, isolated bits of it. Mm. But I think even if you read their own research, they don't claim that they've isolated the complete virus or even got the complete virus oh, yeah. in a way that they can, you know, nope. they, I don't think they've even claimed that. So what nope. they've said essentially is we've done some interpolation. So in other words, I don't think it's quite fully, um, there is a substance basically, I'm not going to call it a virus. There is a substance which they've kind of claimed is at the base of this. They call it a virus. If you really got the scientists together and said, look, that's not really a virus, is it? What you're talking about is an RNA sequence that's that you've interpolated to say it matches this other RNA, this longer RNA sequence, yes. which you call a virus, you know, so which is almost the same. So they've kind of got almost part of a, of a virus that they claim, right? Mm -hmm. And and so you can argue the toss about that, about how much they've got, who's isolated what, where it came from, blah, blah, blah. But none of that is really relevant. What isn't really in any doubt is that, the, like with AIDS, like with a lot of these other diseases, there is no proof at all that that claimed substance, call it yeah. a virus, call it an RNA sequence, call it an in silico thing, there is no proof that that substance, whatever you call it, has caused this illness. There isn't any, there never has been. Never. So that to me is the key, is the key part, you know, not the, whether a virus exists or not, you know, whatever. Whatever it is that they claim exists, the virus or the RNA sequence, there is no proof, there is no evidence that that has caused this global illness, this global pandemic. There is, however, a lot of evidence that, that this, the symptoms of that pandemic have been caused by the mainstream media, by medical malpractice of various kinds, and by the use of, as with AIDS, the use of drugs to treat people inappropriately. And that's what, if you read Dr. Peter Duesberg's book called Inventing AIDS, mm. he came to that conclusion. He takes a long time to do it using evidence. But he says uh, that all of, the, all of the people that had symptoms of AIDS were either given drugs or they were drug abusers in some way or form. So AIDS was a drugs-related illness and there was no evidence that it was caused by a virus. So, you know, it, I think that that's essentially what happens. Been that's been happening with COVID nineteen, and uh, and they they they're just milking it for for whatever they can get, you know. And they're now they're coming out with all these variants and stuff, and so they're just repeating the same story that they started back in twenty twenty, and then they will continue to repeat it for as long as they can get away with it. Um, so, is it terrain theory? Is it germ theory? Well. The terrain theory is important because mm. everybody knows, for example, that if you're under stress and you're in a state of fear, you're more likely to fall ill. You know, so however you want to go on from that with the terrain theory, it's all, as far as I'm concerned, it's all legitimate. You know, it's yeah. all valid. Mm -hmm. um, and what you you are, what you eat. Yes. You know, literally, you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. So that factors into it. Mm -hmm. And as uh, like people like Arthur Furstenberg have said in his book, The Invisible Rainbow. All the uh, electromagnetic smog in the environment, okay. that is not natural. That's, yeah. That wasn't here when we were, you know, hunter-gatherers. It just wasn't here. Mm. We, we had thunderstorms, we had solar flares and the Earth's magnetic field, and that was it. We didn't have this pulsed EMF radiation. 
now of course all the uh, the people that uh, install that technology say well, the, the energy that's involved is so low it's not going to affect people but that's clearly false exactly it does affect, it does affect some people yeah. some people can, can walk into a room and they know whether a wi-fi router is switched on mm. you know uh, i'm quite comfortable that some people can do that i can't do it i'm not electro sensitive uh, I've got Wi-Fi communications in this house yes. and it doesn't affect me, you know, but that, or at least it doesn't noticeably affect me, put it that way. Um, I'm glad you said uh, that. That's a very good point. Notice, noticeable effects because there are an increasing number of electrosensitive yeah. people and yes. there are more people who don't necessarily, but also if we think about it, there are effects or issues, symptoms that are having, that are taking place and your you as the individual aren't putting one and one together to equal two you're just saying oh i've got a headache i'm getting headaches yep. more frequently yep. or yep. my joints are aching this could right. be a, a a symbiotic sort of relationship but for me you see going using that those analytical methods as it were i'm not happy to say oh yeah they just put a 5g mast you know two miles down the road and that's what's giving me a headache I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't say that with any confidence. Mm -hmm. What I'd have to do for me is I'd have to buy a, an EMF meter. Indeed. You know, I'd have to go and live in another neighborhood for a couple of weeks to see if my headache goes away where I know there isn't a 5G mast or whatever mast it is, you know, whatever thing it is. With my meter, measure it, live there for two weeks or a week or a few days, see if my headache goes away, then go back to where I was and see if it comes back again. You know, do, do you know what I mean? Yes. So, and I need to do things like that. But other people, to me, are making certain assumptions and end up accidentally putting out false information. It's not, you know, it's not yeah. deliberate, and for some people it is deliberate actually, but most it isn't. And so this is this is where you get down to actually doing the research, not making assumptions, making measurements right, and doing anal analyses. Now that, of course, is all. Um, uh, uh, and I always get the hemispheres of the brain mixed up. It's all one side of the brain. I can't remember it's left brain or yeah. right brain. That's all right brain stuff, say. I think it's right brain, but I could be left. So all that, and, uh, and I like the expression that Graham Hancock uses, um, the alert and problem-solving state of the human brain. You know, it's very useful, but it's not the only thing. You know, the, the intuitive side and the feeling and... Uh, the inspiration side that is also important you sh you need both yes. you know a balance um, a balance indeed and what's what i've encountered as well particularly is that because of all the terrible things that have been happening and it's often blamed on technology it's blamed on 5g it's blamed on you know say the use of social media it's blamed on corruption in science it's blamed on the pharmaceutical companies, you know, um, having all this money and just being concerned about profits. And that's all true. You know, uh, there are many problems with the way that technology is being used uh, in many areas, you know. Um, but just because of that and because of those things, because of the corruption, like, you know, all the large corporations that direct and control most of university education and many other things now that does not detract from the value of basics scientific activities and analysis like measuring things like understanding algebra like understanding 
um, calculus, mm -hmm. uh, like understanding how an electronic circuit works and being able to take out a component and put in a new one to fix it yes. and understanding what that component does, does. right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people you see, because I've been involved in that very heavily, I've, I, I have placed a very high value on that because of, the, because of what it's allowed me to do in life mm -hmm. some people don't don't appreciate they just think that all science is bad all scientists are liars now you know and they're, they're not to be trusted you know yeah and, it's, it's and i've encountered that it's a slippery slope when we do that yeah. you know yes. we can go yes. back we can go back centuries we can go back to different continents and people we used to say oh these people are this way or that that right. nationality this religion it's a slippery slope we need to judge people it is. based upon what it they're is. doing and, and we, we know we've talked about we've mentioned i think you mentioned earlier the te technocracy and stuff mm -hmm. you know and i mean some of the stuff that i tutor on because i work for the ou uh, you know, I, I tutor on a module that talks about 5G. It talks about you know, um, uh, self-driving cars and things like that. Not in any great depth, but it uh, explores those areas. It doesn't really promote them. It does a good job of not promoting them, actually. But just the point is, understand the technology before you make judgments about it. Yes. Same way that you understand the person. Try and understand the person. Understand their situation mm -hmm. before you make a judgment about them. And, and that's another very valuable lesson, I think. And I, my mum used to say to me when I was young, judge and you will be judged, you know, and it, it took me a while to work out what she meant. Yes. So, you know, try and keep a sort of neutrality in things, at least initially, till you understand them. Uh, and that can be any situation or it can be a piece of technology. If you don't understand the technology, either work and study till you do understand it or just be comfortable admitting that you don't understand it and you don't want to understand it but appreciate that there are other people who do understand it better than you do and at an appropriate point you might want to listen to what they've got to say mm. you know uh, i suppose that again is my attitude i know that there are people that are not as smart as i am and i know that there are people that are a hell of a lot smarter than me you know and they know more about stuff than i do whatever it is, you know, I'm not a virologist, you know, so I'd be willing to listen to a virologist explain well, to me, you know. Andrew, you say that, and I've spoken to many technical doctors, physicians, yeah. nurses, and I am shocked with the, with the, the, the kind of conversations I'm yeah. having, and me just yeah. bringing very basic points up, and I'm like, oh, and there's, oh, no, yeah. well, that's a good point with, yeah, yeah, you actually write on that, and I'm thinking, well, you're a doctor for how many years? And you... well, I think yeah, there's, you're making an interesting point there, because um, there, you know, there are specialists like virologists. I mean, virologists don't really treat people with anything; they just are meant to understand how viruses you know work and interact. propagate and things yep. like that, and interact and how you know how they are, uh, you know. Uh, produced and stuff like that um but you know how many virologists know that the original meaning of the word virus was poison you know in the 19th if you go back to pre-1930s 1940s yeah. virus meant poison mm -hmm. didn't mean a you know an, an, an agent that can invade a cell and supposedly reproduce itself using the cells you know uh, mechanisms didn't mean that you know so 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 again do the, do, does the virologist, they might understand all the laboratory experiments that go on, but do they understand the underlying mechanisms? 
you know it's a bit like trying to build a bridge if you don't understand the basic uh, mechanics of, of stress you know and, and 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 the forces how forces act on bodies you know doing free body diagrams as i've heard dr judy wood talk about you know and i did a little bit of, of uh, i did a little bit of applied maths in my a levels which was about mechanics and pushing things up slopes and friction yes the forces on objects you know and uh, you know physics is a great it's a great science for helping you understand how things work and what's likely to happen, you know, and stuff when you, when you move physical objects or you, you know, you, you're putting things under stress, you know, um, but it has its limitations, you know, like everything else. Um, so, so the point really uh, digressing a little bit is that appreciate other people might have more expertise than you. And as you said, do challenge them. And then if they, if they accept that challenge, if they're good people, they might admit they've made a mistake or yes. that their knowledge isn't as, you know, in fact, you know, I think what you described there is you, you've got an admission that their knowledge wasn't as deep or advanced as they thought it was, you know, or you've asked them a question which they really thought, hang on a minute, nobody's ever asked me that before. I've well, just assumed, yeah, you know, this, X. Yes. You know, um, and what I try to do, especially when I'm talking to professionals in, in certain fields, I try and keep things on the most basic stupid yeah. level yeah. i don't want to get into anything too above anyone well anyone up yeah. you know any layman sort of technology you know sort yeah. of terminology so at that point when we take when we strip away all of the bravado and stuff and we just talk about just the the, the basics that's when they start to realize wait a minute <laughs> i'm all the way yeah. up here on cloud nine where actually i should be yeah. on earth on terra firma yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think, and I think the other thing is that quite often, you know, I'm, I'm quite reclusive and I don't, I don't really, I, I used to go out more in terms like, I remember, go, you know, going out and trying to, you know, show people stuff about 9-11 and stuff like that. Yes. But I don't do that as much now. I'm not, so say I won't ever do it again or anything, but I just don't, you know, because people are so, like you say, you, you you just end up on a different level to so many people, and it's just really hard work trying to trying to sort of say, look, do you want to come up to this level or not? Do you want to see this or not? You know, and mostly the answer is no, no thanks. Actually, I've got I want to just you know do whatever. You know, I don't yeah. want to do that. You know, and and I think at the end of the day, you just go well, okay, that's fine. You know, you can't force people to to do anything. The old you can't lead you can only lead a horse to water. You can't force it to drink. You know, that that thing. Um, you know that that I came to realise that probably probably about uh, over ten years ago, basically. Yeah. But um, and it's a hard you know, lesson to learn. It, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Particularly when you're very passionate about something, exactly. and you know, and, and we still know that the, knowing this stuff will make a huge difference to all of our lives. Mm. You know, and 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 you feel you feel a responsibility for for trying to get people to to to, to you know drink the water, but you can't force them because that's what particularly now there's more coercion going on than ever before, you know, in, 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 in or in areas of life, which coercion should not be happening. Have so you seen if, Andrew, what on earth's going on in Australia? I've heard about it. Um, but again, it, like everywhere else, you know, you can end up with a, with a colored view. For example, my sister lives in Australia. Mm -hmm. uh, she lives in Queensland and she's been living a normal life uh, you know they haven't really had any issues or not that she's told me about she's seen what's going on you know around her 
and I'm pretty sure she hasn't had the jab. If she has, she hasn't told me. Um, and well, I think saying, we're, you know, well, they're saying if you're unvaccinated, you can't go out for an hour's worth of exercise a day, and you can't work. Well, well she's just come back from a camping trip, you wow. know. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if that's true. That might only be in certain cities. So that this was, is again where you've got. This is a you've got to be thing. careful. You this see. Is, it, Hang on a minute. Yeah. So, so, so we get what well, this brings me to another point. We get a certain view from the shame stream media, as I now call it. I don't call it mainstream anymore. I call it shame, shame stream because it is just a stream of shame yeah. that comes out of all TV and radio. I don't have any of it on. I exclude all of it now. I've done that for almost the last two years. I don't listen to any live TV. I don't listen to any live radio anymore. Um, but that's a side point. So yes. they give a certain narrative, mm -hmm. but now the alternative uh, narrative also we're getting that Australia is in lockdown. Australia's got internment camps. They're, they're shoveling everyone into camps. They're forced jabbing people. They're saying people can't work, you know. And yes, I've seen some of that. I've seen, for example, the uh, all the uh, jackets of the emergency workers that were put on the steps of Parliament. I think in Melbourne. That happened, I think, uh, just before Christmas with all the messages written on the back. I've seen that. So I know that that has been done. I know that that's real and that's horrible. Um, but that's not the same as, as them uh, actually being successful in stopping everyone from working, okay. as I say, and, or everyone getting food. You may find that there are certain isolated areas where that's not happening. You know, it's not going to be every single place in Australia. You may find there's outback towns of, you know, uh, a few hundred people where everything's normal. You Indeed. know, there's nothing changed. Mm. You know? So it's not universal. That's what I mean. Yes, in the cities and places where large corporations are operating, that's that's going to be more and more challenging. But again, I know there's there's pushback. There's people like Ricardo Bossi, for example, yeah. who's been organising a, a sort of resistance network of sorts, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, is he working for the government as well? To you know, to be to be the opposition, to be the controlled opposition. I don't know. You know, I haven't studied it enough. It's certainly possible. Um, but uh, so in other words, we've got to be careful that we, in the same way we can get a, a slanted and wrong view from the shame stream media, it can happen with alternative media too, you know, um, to, to a greater or lesser extent. So that, that's all I'm saying, you no, know. I understand. I, t I totally understand. I think the, the news, the video that I saw was, was from Queen, was it Queensland. I can't remember. I will shoot you the uh, a link of the video that, that, I, okay. that I saw. Um, but if, if that's what they're doing, I, I, I think I, I don't even know how they can actually even do that. I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's against human rights. It's, it, it's absolutely. And it, it's great. The concern, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not trying to be blase. I know you didn't say I was trying to be blase about it. And I'm not. But, you know, it is greatly concerning that that would even be on the table. Never mind whether it's actually happening or not. Mm. Which, you know, like I said, I've seen it clearly is happening in the Australia with those people being sacked or, or resigning from their jobs. They should not be resigning from their jobs because they won't. That shouldn't be a choice that they're faced with, you know. And there are several videos that have come out of Australia now. Where a couple of uh, police inspectors have there was a uh, I've put a lot of these on the CV pandemicinvestigation.com and people have sent me them. There's a very reasoned statement by a, a retired uh, or rather he resigned this police inspector saying that he'd served with the coroner for. 20 odd years you know and he's just he says i'm not having the job and i'm going to resign and he explains why 
he's done it and what the situation is, you know. Mm. Um, so you're almost waiting for the other shoe to drop. What's going to happen when all these people are no, no longer working? Is, is society going to collapse? You know. <laughs> well, in America, they've had to ask the nurses and doctors to come back because of all of all of the. That's interesting. Uh... <laughs> I hadn't heard that. So I mean, maybe that's going to be their undoing. You see, some people are saying that they've literally gone too far. Yeah. You know, and um, are they going to get the uh, digital currency in? I mean, they're, maybe. You know, they're they're pushing for that governmental Bitcoin, aren't they? I don't. I don't know all the ins and outs in all the governments, but I, I know the central bank digital currency. Uh, they want that, and they've openly stated that. Yeah. You know, and they have obviously a lot of power and a lot of influence with the bankers and the Rothschilds and all of that. That's what they want. And I, and as Dr. Ryan Fumica says, we can see all of that now. Anybody that wants to go and look for it, they can see what the final system that they want is. They've they've openly stated what it is now, oh, yeah. really. You know, yeah. and you've just got to watch a couple of Gates's interviews to know pretty much the main features of that system. You know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not anybody that really wants to know about that. It's going to take them maybe two or three hours to find all of that information, really, if, if they really, you know, pretty good at using a couple of search engines. So it's all out in the open, really. And you know, all the, it is. And you, you know, seek and ye shall find. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. as you highlighted, yeah, it's too yeah. easy just to sit yeah. back yeah yeah uh, you know and just absolutely just be in so, the so, world so so you know i don't know what's going to happen i mean I, I was discussing this in a couple of other interviews are we going to end up with like people like us we're going to get together we're going to form independent communities we're going to say sod you know sod the banks sod the council yeah. tax sod corporations we're just going to go and live in a big field you know with uh, log cabins or whatever it is you know uh, and um, log fires and all of that. And we're going to build our own communities. I mean, in fact, I know one person that's already started to do that in the US. Uh, I don't know her personally, but the, you know, that's where she, she's got 70 acres of land and she's gone to live on that with a, with a, at least one of the family. Excellent. Um, she's already done that. She did it a, a few months ago. You know, she's, she's in the sixties. Um, there so, is a commune in, in, I think it's Swindon. Is it yes, Swindon? Um, okay. Allegedly, Dave is is part of that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of uh, you know various people doing this, but um, you know I I haven't made any plans at the moment. Specific plans. I'm watching. I'm looking. I'm yes. thinking. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I you know I also have concerns that if those get going, they are going to get targeted. You know, and uh, this this was something that Alex Thompson was talking about as well. About somebody was asked Alex Thompson, who um, contributes to UK Column News. Uh, ah. He did an interview with um, a friend of mine called Sean, and I posted it on my Bitshoot channel. And he, somebody was Alex was saying that somebody had asked him, "Well, should I buy some land? You know, should I buy, go and buy this uh, bit of land? You know, that, and go and you know build a house on it or something?" And he just said, "Well, if you think you can defend it, you know." Uh, <laughs> You know, and, and that's a factor, unfortunately, you know, uh, are you going to be ready to defend your territory from, you know, because the police ain't going to help you, are you? If you've, if you've, in other words, you can't rely on the police anymore because you've, you've exited that system. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, are you going to, are you going to get your own baseball bat? Are you going to get your own gun? You know, and I thought about those things, not drawing any conclusions, but I'm thinking, would I, how would I deal with that sort of conflict? That if I'm in, you know, if I'm in my field or my house or wherever it is, and somebody comes hammering on my door with, and they have an axe in their hand, 
what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, how am I going to react to that situation? Mm. You know, and at least I thought about it. You know, I'm not saying again, I don't, I'm, I haven't drawn any conclusions. I'm just thinking of it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, you know, but I think you have to consider, spend some time considering what you will, might do, you know, and, and because then when it comes to that, if it was well, not when it comes to it, but if it comes to it, at least you've thought about it. At least you've kind of gone through it in your head, and it, what, yeah. the end result may be completely different to, to to what's been in your head, as it often is. I've found I've I've thought thought through things, and they just turn out to be completely different. To to again, it's about making assumptions, wrong assumptions, or in the assumptions based on out of date or incomplete information. It's back to that again, really. Um, but as uh, it used to say in, in IBM, the International Business Machines Company, I think I, I liked what it said. The guy that used to that set up that company and ran it back in the day in the 1900s or 1800s, whatever it was, he went round when he got his big office together, he went round all the offices and he just stuck up on the wall one word, think, exclamation mark. And he stuck that on all the walls in all the offices, you know, and I thought, well, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's what I would have done, you know. Yeah. And uh, that uh, perhaps is maybe why his company was originally so successful. You know, that was the ethos that you have to think about what you're doing. Yes. You know, if only if only the mass populi would do such a thing. Right. Right. You know, and uh, again, I mean, you might think it's too analytical and you want to be more impulsive. Yes, there's a time and a place for that. Of course, there is. Yeah. But uh, uh, if you want to get rid of your fear. You do it by thinking and trying to work things out. That well, that's what I do anyway. That's what work has worked for me. You know, what are the possible outcomes? What are the likely outcomes? Yeah. You know, what what are my options? You know, what can I do to to, to get the outcome I want? You know, what do I need to do? You know, um, do I need to just stay in bed all day? Okay, I'll do that. You know, and then I'll be better. You know, if I'm sick. You know. Or do I need to get up and go and see this person or, or write to this person or find out this? Yeah. You know, uh, it's choices, anyway, you know. decisions, yeah. it's options. Yeah, it is. And we yeah. all, and, but the thing about it is we all have them. And, and unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. the mass population have been beaten into submission to the yeah. point where they that's don't right. think that they have any options. That's it. That's it. That's, that's one of the key aspects in all of this. People don't think they have a choice, they've got to conform to certain things to get what they want you know but uh you know it probably like yourself i've never worn a mask i've never had any tests you know uh i'm, I'm just as i was two years ago nothing's changed for me in that regard personally mm. you know um I've, I've been able to get everything i've needed thankfully and yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that you know and that's another thing that i've heard said a few times be grateful for what you've got yes. you know be grateful that uh you know, when the sun comes out and you can walk out and breathe relatively fresh air, you know, be grateful for that mm -hmm. and, and take enjoyment from that. You know, that's what I try to do. And, uh, you know, um, be thankful for friends and family, uh, those that are, you know, still talk to you, you know, and um, all of that, you know, be, be grateful for things and, and, and be thankful that, uh, you know, you can have the experiences that you have, you know, whatever yes. they might be. I, I second that. I second that. The very last thing I wanted to touch on, um, Andrew, is your thoughts on the fourth industrial revolution. Well, I mean, it's. I think it's just another uh, one of their catchy phrases, isn't it? And it's mm -hmm. initially that they 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 
put that out there as, oh, well, you know, we've been through all the techno age and now, you know, we're moving to a new age. But that, again, is just their packaging of what they want. They put that name on it to make it sound appealing. Yes. If they called it, uh, as I think David Icke used that phrase years ago, one of his talks was called Robots Revolution. Yes. <laughs> You know, if they use something like that, or not the robots revolution, but how about the, uh, uh, you know, if they, they if they called it um, uh, robot transformation of humans or something, or something I can't think of a phrase. You yes. know, but if they called it something like that and got transformation, in other words, turning people into robots, if that was somehow embodied in that phrase, they wouldn't be able to sell that. Obviously, they wouldn't. Mm. You know, but that's what it is. Of course, they want to use technology to control everything and um and remove so, the human interaction to remove yeah, the jobs yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. people uh, i was involved in a little bit of the fourth industrial revolution in 2000 and let's see what we now 22 2016 17 that sort of time and oh, i yes. didn't really understand what it was at first so then we, I sat through a few seminars and stuff and, you know, oh, yes. try and digest it. And then the only th what got me was looking at the diagram that they'd put together. Yeah. And I was looking at cloud storage and manufacturing okay. and this and that. And then it filtered down and I'm seeing, I'm like, where are the people? <laughs> yeah. Who's, yeah. Who, who's going to be working in this place? And I thought, oh, so that's what it is. It's all about removing the operators yeah. and making it all automated. Yeah. This is it. And, and and this is what it appears to be. And, you know, and for, as I say, somebody like me, who's, who's passionate about technology in many respects, it's, it's, it's horrible to think of that, 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 that there are a group of people that want to use technology in this way, mm -hmm. you know, to actually remove the human element. And again, what's been one of the goals of what's been happening over the next over the last few years two or three years it's dehumanization yes. it's making people um just act in an inhuman way you know uh following orders conforming uh you know uh being being reprogrammed like a, like a computer is yes you know uh, which is what oh we're, oh we're reprogramming now with omicron the new program is omicron you've got to download this program into your brain and now uh, uh, you know that will modify your behavior and in fact schwab actually said that didn't he in an interview that you would yeah you would you know you would be modified by this uh, um, substance i forget the exact exact words but uh, this was said before uh, the covid scam i think it was 2015 i think i put it in a posting on the cv pandemic investigation so there's no doubt in my mind that this is this is the worst kind of technology usage you know, for, for nefarious and evil purposes to um, kill kill off the human spirit or, or maybe not kill it off completely, but, you know, you might as well have done that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. And it comes down to what's shown in the Matrix movie almost, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Very, very similar to that. And they, they're almost saying that, you know, just with slightly different language. Yes. And to think that p people like Matthew Hancock were involved in this, you know, and people can't see this, you know, it is, it is pretty staggering, really. And, and most, um, uh, you know, uh, frustrating uh, that people can't see this. And, uh, 
you know, if I tried to talk about it to any of the people that I know in the Open University, you know, they they would just they wouldn't they wouldn't you know they wouldn't be able to accept it, you know. No. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to get their head around it. No, not at all. Not at all. It's for the good, so, Andrew. It's for the good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but then again, they they base this on, for example, um, more efficient use of resources and things. Yeah. But some of the people who are against that, for example, they don't know about, say, free energy. They don't know what happened on 9-11. They don't know uh, that talk of climate change is bogus. You know, they don't know any of that. You know, they don't know about all these black technologies. None, almost none of the people that are, that are outspoken in the COVID scam know about any of this stuff. Nothing. You know? And uh, in fact, some of them that are speaking out, like James Corbett, clearly want to suppress it. And, and and Alex Jones and well maybe not David Icke so much, but certainly James Corbett he wants to suppress the knowledge of what happened on 9/11 because I felt for a long time that once you understand that, that it's a way out of new world order. It, it's just that's why they've tried to go after Dr Judy Wood because it just completely smashes their plans to pieces completely. You know, yeah. so all the all the deceptions that they come out with are, are, are trashed. But once you know what's happened on 9-11, the climate change scam, that's all smashed by what happened on 9-11. Easily. Uh, the energy paradigm, that's completely trashed. Yep. You know, and the terrorism, that's all trashed as well. And 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 this idea that technology is being used for benevolent purposes, that's all out the window as well. You know, 100%. You know, and it's all laid bare, you know. And once you realise that that technology can produce, can produce basically or anything you want, you know, um, then that's all the financial side of things completely reset as well, really, mm. in a totally different way to what how they want to reset it. You know, everything is up for grabs. Everything. Yes. Once you understand what happened on 9-11, that's why I, ba you know, banged on about it for so long and will continue to do so until, you know, my lungs stop working. You that's, know? that's the Pandora box. That's, that's oh, I the, think so. Yeah. That's my conclusion. That's mm. my conclusion about it, you know. And uh, a few people understand that now. It's a small number, but um, you know, a few people I think do do have been able to get their head around it. But certainly, a few people that have written to me have got their head around it. Thankfully, you know, so much was done uh, uh, as a result post nine eleven. So much has done yep. has been done in regards to removal of freedoms, new statutes, yep. Patriot yep. that's yep. one, two, and three. You know, right. stuff that was done over here, the seven seven. You know, we go from nineteen eighty from you know the war on drugs. We go to the nineties yep. and to the thousands, the war on terror. We're now in Gregorian year 2022, and it's not—it's it, a war on a virus slash a war on us. And then in between yeah. that, we had the war on the climate change, which is now bleeding into climate change slash global right. warming. That's right. You know, it's all connected. Yeah, all you know. Connected. And and I hope a few more of these researchers are getting switched onto this now. I think a few are, but uh, you know, uh, I think one of the things I've tried to do is is just basically just. Get, cover as much of that sort of stuff as I can, you know, and the things that I feel most important. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody else has done that, really, not to the extent that I have, you know, or tried to do anyway. So, you know, maybe one or two, but, and all the, all the stuff is free from my website. So there's no excuse, only time, your time, time yes. is your only excuse. I was it's just about really to say, it. it's just the top setting us some time aside yeah. to consume the content to cross reference yeah, that's it. it that's it this exactly. is it yeah
because it's not just a case of just reading a few articles and you know on your website and watching a few videos no. and saying okay that's that's my new viewpoint no you have to you have to test it if it stands it. up that's then it. we can then absorb that into your lexicon and you can then refer look andrew has exactly. said this he's researched he's analyzed this part i've looked at this element yet yeah, this is the only conclusion that i can come up with as well absolutely absolutely and you know and then if you find an error then uh, you know uh, tell me what that error is you know and I've, i think i've said that on my website if you find any errors mistakes missing bits you know please tell me because i just want to make it as good as it can be you know and that's sort of if i've got gaps then uh, to let me know what they are and i'll try and fill them in you know if i can yeah. 100 you know? we we have to be very diligent these days i mean since yeah. since that period we've had so in the quote-unquote alternative um movement and community there are misinformation if misinformation agents who are Definitely. propagating so much nonsense that's taking yeah. away our focus from actually you know culminating and 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 and, and putting and propagating the real information out for people absolutely to say, actually, wait that's totally changed my mind. All this stuff yeah. about hologram planes and there was no people jumping. At, that was a load of rubbish. That takes mm -hmm. away from the, you know, the, the, the lives of the people who had to do that. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, again, you, um, the, 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 the whole issue of 9-11 is, is uh, a minefield. But uh, I've, I've written two books about that and tried to show evidence not only of what happened, but who's covered it up and why and why the so-called truth movement isn't really the truth movement, you know? And in fact, I would just, while on that subject, I was surprised on Christmas Eve when somebody sent me uh, uh, a DV, was it a USB stick actually, 64 gigabyte USB, had 45 gigabytes full, 45 gigabytes of space used. And they sent me 14 hours of uh, videos that they'd made about 9-11 which goes into some of the things you mentioned, showing that it actually, uh, there was an effort to discredit the stories of image projection, because that's what was used. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very important that people understand that the planes that allegedly crashed at the World Trade Center weren't real planes. Mm -hmm. It was some type of image projection system, and that's not a theory. That's what actually happened. And it's important to understand that, you see, because if you look at the way that the buildings turned to dust yes. uh, in 10 seconds each, and consider that spectacle. And then you now look at what's happening in the shame stream press with Louis Elizondo, the CIA uh, asset, talking about, you know, the UFO threat assessment project in the Pentagon. saying, oh, yeah, we know these things are flying around. We're, we're, they're a threat to our national security, or we think they probably are. So give us loads of money, you know. Uh, and then what they then do in five years' time is they do another version of 9-11, but this time they project a, a hologram or an image projection of a flying saucer over, say, you know, the uh, tallest building in the world in wherever it is, Malaysia, wherever it is now, or, or Dubai. Yeah. Um, what's that going to be? That's going to be the fake alien invasion. Indeed. And that, that's so that's why it's important to understand that, yes, that technology is available to those that are running the COVID scam. It works. They did it on 9-11. They used it. It's not a theory, right? So that's another important thing to understand how much they, they can ramp up this fear thing, right? 
you know, and 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 it was uh, who was it? It was a, a dark journalist, Daniel Bliss. No, in fact, it wasn't him. It was featured on his program. It was another researcher who I don't rate that highly, but uh, he, th this was an interesting point that he made. It was Joseph P. Farrell, who's written lots of books about aliens and kinds of stuff like that, Babylon banksters and all of that. I don't trust everything he says, but what he suggested was, well, you take with this Pentagon UFO thing, and 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 you know, five years into the future sort of thing. They come out and say, oh, well, actually, we found that, you know, these craft have landed and we think the aliens have uh, infiltrated most of our society and they're <laughs> among us. Yes. You know? And so what we need is we need everyone to have a DNA test so we can find out where the real aliens are so that we can deal with this problem. You know? And right now they're getting everyone to take COVID tests and they're, then they're hardly biting an eyelid. So when they say they want to test who's an alien or not, and they want everyone's DNA to check, and then they say, oh, yeah, you're an alien. You have to go wherever or we, you know, we need to do this to you or whatever. You know, I'm obviously exaggerating a bit, but not much. You know, the the the, the well, if, understand. Stay there for one moment because you hit on a very good point. Anyone who takes a COVID test in in, in the presence of somebody, you have to. It's you're basically doing a DNA swab. Potentially, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, and Farrell didn't say that this was what was going to happen. He wasn't making a prediction. He was just you know, sort of putting two and two together. And again, it may be making five, I don't know. But it's like, again, understand that this is a real possibility. It's not just, it is a theory, but it's not a totally wild theory that's not based on anything. It's based on what happened on 9-11 and what's happened since. It's a, like a an extrapolation of what's happened, you know. Um, and uh, same thing with the fake alien invasion. And I've written an article about that fairly recently. And we did, we did a... Um, uh, segment on it on Richard D. Hall's video as well, a fairly recent one. So you, you, if you want to watch that, anybody that's listening, it's on his website. We did it, uh, I think he posted it um, in early December. We recorded it in November. So you can go through why we think that fake alien invasion really is uh, what you know one of the cars they want to pull out. You know, we, we, we said why specifically that that was uh, what we thought they might want to do. Yeah. It's not just, we're not just blowing smoke on that. And it's well, really worth looking at that. Today, I've been seeing nothing but um, videos of a supposed fake sunrise in China. Have you heard anything about this? No, no, I get bits like that from time to time. but um, um, And it lasted for 11 minutes, apparently, this, this um, holographic image which was projected. And then um, another point, which I just jumped into my remembrance, the Olympic Games here yeah. in 2012, what was spotted mm -hmm. at the opening ceremony? A UFO? Well, that was actually 1980. Well, in 1984 ceremony, uh, there was um, a, a UFO landing staged. Yes. Sailing got out. The one in 2012, yeah, they did have a UFO theme, and Rick Clay talked about that. I've got to uh, put that onto a DVD, actually, from his talk. So he, he came out with a lot of stuff like that. So, yeah. You know, look at look at this, folks. You know, if you haven't looked at it, it's not just some silly nonsense. You know, there's some real material here which is worth checking out and getting your head around, so that you, again, you're not going to be deceived. I, that's one of my main goals is to help people not to be deceived, mm. neither by the shame stream nor by other people in the alternative media posing as truth tellers and truth seekers, and they're not. They're not, or, or they are. They're using, you know, the classic. Uh, tactics of giving you 90% truth and then deliberately and knowingly yes. giving you 10% falsehood deliberately, not just because they haven't 
you know, studied it, they're deliberately giving you false information knowingly, and they won't correct themselves when you tell them that it's false and you can prove it's false. That's been one of my, uh, you know, that's, that's what's made me quite unpopular, uh, you know, so so that that's one of my yeah. big bags. And then also with the the ongoing promotion of the alien agenda within series, television series, yeah. with the films, yeah. it's, um, you know, they're, they're normalizing also the alien contacts and also yeah. with this new matrix, which I'm very highly disappointed with, but I, I understand why it's so crazy. Obviously, if... if um, people aren't aware of what how the matrix mm. terminator happens uh, there was a a, a scriptwriter by the name of sophia stewart mm. who had written the, the basically the the, the treatments for yep. what we know as the franchise of the matrix and terminator the wachowski brothers who are not no longer the wachowski brothers they're yeah. one eater and somebody else Lana, I think, isn't That's it? That's yeah. it, yeah. They took, stole that from this young lady. So I heard, yeah. Yeah, and we can get the wonderful Terminator franchise and then the wonderful Matrix franchise up until this third one. Now, clearly, they had ran out of material at, at Matrix 2, I think it was, to be fair. Um, and we see the culmination of Matrix 3 being a load of propaganda of us accepting transhumanism and merging with AI. Right. Is that the latest one? The very latest one. It's appalling. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. appalling. But for the new guys, for the millennials, or the you know, the guys who are mm-hmm. who haven't who don't really know yeah. the, the, the 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 theme and history of what Matrix really under, you know stood for, this is this is like candy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just yeah, it just enters their subconscious and they don't really, you know, digest it. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, thank you very much for your time. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. It is I, I have very thoroughly welcome. enjoyed the conversation. Um I have one last question for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Please tell us who you are, but don't tell us your name, Signor. Who I am? Well, yes. uh, I'm just, well, I, I don't know how to answer that question, really. Uh, um, I'm a person that's, as I say, analytical. Um, you know, I, ha- I have um, two children, um, so I have regular family activities associated with that. Um, I've, you know, I live in a, a, a conventional house in a, in a conventional neighbourhood in Derbyshire. Um, I work mainly at home, so I don't really have a boss as such, so I can have a lot of latitude in what I do. Um, um, I regard that myself as being part of some larger process, yes, which I think I'm playing a part in, um, you know, and I try to operate more on knowledge than belief. I suppose faith and belief are slightly different. I do have faith that there is something um bigger going on that we can influence and interact with and it can influence us as well in surprising ways once we're open to that mm-hmm. and um uh yeah i don't i don't know i mean i'm just uh, i have a you know i have a sort of schoolboy sense of humor i like ridiculous things like uh, 
one of the things I was crying with laughter on the other night was Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer. Well, that was the thing I was watching was 20 years old, 20 years old, but they make me laugh so much. Yes. Some of what they do. And I like Vic, Vic, what Vic Reeves said in one of his, in fact, I think when we saw them live, because we saw them live in, I think it was 2017, was it? 2018. And uh, Vic Reeves said, no, in fact, it was on one of his shows. He said, um, he said, uh, I used to think that uh, I was a man trapped inside a woman's body. And then I was born. <laughs> so I love that. I really love that. That's brilliant. Excellent. You know, because of all the, all, all the gender st- crap that's been going oh. on. But he, you know, maybe, that, maybe he was aware of all of that, and that was his way of dealing with it, which I thought was perfect. You know? that's, that's the wonders of comedy. It's, you know... It, it, it can, Absolutely. Yeah, it can, it can bridge gaps. Sometimes some of the comedians can go a little bit too far in certain elements, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's all about as we do on CFR Network, exploring the human experience. And truthfully, through doing that, we can inspire, um, give some answers, some keys to success to some of the listeners. Um, So yeah, again, thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. I'll make sure I put all of your website details below in the description. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and most definitely share. for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support. Somebody out there got a dream Somebody out there got a dream Yeah When you know that you got a dream Yeah, yeah, You can't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do Uh-uh, no Let's have fun with this one
price If music gon' raise them, I'ma raise them right See, most show can't wait for what's for you You better cut cone instead of go Most times, that's the worst thing you could ever do Stand strong and learn what you need to I know you don't like to be alone But what don't kill you, make you stronger And some folks don't believe, prove them wrong to our dream. So endurance is life or death. I've got to learn how to endure under pressure if I'm going to finish the race and fulfill God's promises in my life. Won't happen without it. So I'm going to cooperate and I'm going to do exercise spiritually on the inside. Don't quit.